Join Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app with more than 3 million members. You can win up to 25 times your money by picking more or less. Download the app today and use code MIB for a first deposit match of up to $100. You're listening to the Men in Blazers Media Network, Suboptimal Radio. Good morning, it's time for early kickoff from the Men in Blazers Media Network. All your global football stories straight from those European back pages in around 10 or so minutes. It's Sammy James here on Friday, September the 22nd. And coming up this morning, there was an emotional farewell to US women's national team icon, Julie Ertz. We'll also bring you the best of last night's European action and a brilliant Bosnian underdog story. We'll start off with last night's game as we bid farewell to a legend. This is the moment for Julie Ertz to bid farewell and bring the curtain down on a wonderful career. That was the moment where two-time Women's World Cup winner Julie Ertz exited the pitch in a US shirt for the final time during an emotional 3-0 victory over South Africa in a friendly on Thursday night in Cincinnati. Megan Swanick tweeted that Ertz delivered her pre-match speech for her final appearance with so much fire you'd think it was the World Cup final before adding, may her intensity live on in the programme forever. Lynn Williams was the hero on the night, scoring twice as the US did all their scoring in the first half. Ertz subbed out in the 35th minute to a standing ovation, rightly so, from the crowd at the TQL Stadium. Shortly after this beauty from Trinity Rodman. Morgan with the ball in for Rodman. The US unstoppable. Worth checking out that goal if you haven't seen it. A beautiful move. Lindsay Horan starts it with the ball through to Morgan, who plays it back into the middle for Trinity Rodman, who smashes it home. Now, the US and South Africa will go again on Sunday at Soldier Field in Chicago, and that match is going to be the last for US women's national team legend Megan Rapinoe, who is also retiring. Last night, the Europa League and the Europa Conference League returned and we'll start with the Europa League and with Liverpool, a team more normally used to playing in the Champions League than in the Europa. But last night, they were given an early scare by Lask Linz, a team that finished third in the Austrian Bundesliga last season. And it's Flacker with a stunning strike. A goal to stun Liverpool on their return to the Europa League. Absolute screamer there from Florian Flecker to put Lask 1-0 up. And that continued into the second half. But Liverpool got away back into the game via the penalty spot. I'm not convinced it was a penalty, but I'm sure Liverpool fans will disagree. Darwin Nunes converted and Liverpool were level. Shortly afterwards, Luis Diaz finished a beautiful sweeping Liverpool move to make it 2-1. And then to seal the match, it was, of course, the Egyptian king. Mo Salah in. It's opened up for Mo Salah. And Liverpool's most reliable source of goals in Europe has another to make absolutely sure of all three points tonight. Now let's move on to Brighton and Hove Albion. It was their debut in Europe last night and the incredible journey that the club and their fans have been on to this stage were talked about a lot in the build-up. Brighton even released this highly emotional video before the game. And what you can hear in the background is the roar of 30,000. Seagulls planning a European tour. 
Whenever you want a montage to pop just that little bit extra, always use the song Hoppy Poller. It always works. It wasn't a dream return on the pitch as Greek champions AEK Athens spoiled the Brighton party with this late sucker punch. That was AEK making it 3-2 at the Amex Stadium. Not a good result at all for Brighton, especially when you consider that they have a pretty tough group. They also have Ajax and Marseille in their group. And speaking of them, what a brilliant match they played in Amsterdam last night. Ajax raced into a 2-0 lead. Marseille pulled it back to 2-2. Ajax went back in front in the second half, but former Arsenal and Chelsea man Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang scored 12 minutes from time to make it Ajax 3 Marseille 3. Elsewhere in the Europa League, this man has scored in an incredible 12 consecutive Europa League games. Still Lukaku, who restores Roma's lead. He maintains his remarkable record. Yes, Romelu Lukaku scoring Roma's winner there against Moldovan side Sheriff as Roma went back to Italy with an important 2-1 win. Bundesliga leaders by Leverkusen continued their excellent start to the season with a 4-0 demolition job of Swedish side Hacken at the Bay Arena. And West Ham continued their incredible European form by beating Serbian league leaders Baka Topola 3-1 at the London Stadium. Now, the Serbians took the lead in this game but an own goal and two goals from corners sealed the win for the Hammers. We'll come back to the Europa Conference League in a little bit. First, we need to discuss this breaking story in relation to the 2026 World Cup. Now, this music in the background is the official theme to that tournament. And if it's anything like the World Cup anthem in Qatar, you will be sick of this in about three years time. However, if you want to get away from the official theme, the best place to head to might be the SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, home to the LA Rams and the LA Chargers, of course. And World Cup games being hosted at that stadium are in some serious doubt. The 70,000-seater sports complex was the most expensive stadium to ever be built in the US when it opened in 2020, costing more than $5 billion. It's hosted the Super Bowl in 2022, and it's due to host the opening and closing ceremonies of the LA Olympic Games in 2028. And it was due to host a serious amount of World Cup games in 26. However, the Athletics' Adam Crafton is reporting on escalating tensions between Cronky Sports and Entertainment, who own the SoFi and FIFA, over the terms of the agreement to be a host venue at the 2026 Men's World Cup. Now, multiple sources involved in the discussions who have asked to remain anonymous have said that KSE are unhappy with the terms of the deal with FIFA in respect to how revenue will be shared between FIFA, the cities and the stadiums. It's believed that KSE currently feels so strongly about the matter that they've threatened to walk away from hosting the World Cup matches altogether unless the deal is renegotiated by FIFA. Now, this could just be a bit of negotiating power play or a genuine threat to pull out. That remains unclear. However, FIFA were quick to dismiss the Athletics findings, stating that they have a strong working relationship with LA and all our 16 host committees and have been working hand in hand on the details of delivering an unforgettable and unprecedented World Cup in Canada, Mexico and the US in 2026.
Well, let's get back to last night's football and round up what happened in the Europa Conference League. And we'll start with USMNT centre-back Mark McKenzie, who was the hero for his Belgian side Genk, scoring this late equaliser. And it comes and there it goes! The equaliser scored by Mark McKenzie! Yeah, an absolute bullet header from Mark there against last season's finalist Fiorentina to earn Genk a 2-2 draw in the opening game of Group F. Let's look at tournament favourites Aston Villa, who fell to a shock 3-2 defeat in their opener against Polish side Legia Warsaw. Now, this was Villa's first European game in a group stage since 2009, and they're expected to go far under serial European winner Unai Emery, but never underestimate the challenge of winning European competitions at any level. A brilliant display here by Legia Warsaw. And for the other game in Aston Villa's group, wait until the end of the pod. It was an absolute classic. Now there was a narrow win for German side Eintracht Frankfurt, who won 2-1 over Scottish Premiership side Aberdeen. And a quick nod to Icelandic side Breda Blick, the first ever Icelandic side to play in a UEFA group stage game. They travelled to European stalwarts Maccabi Tel Aviv of Israel and nearly pulled off a miraculous comeback. Breda Blick was 3-0 down after 32 minutes, a disastrous start, but they got the game back to 3-2 early in the second half, but they just couldn't find that equaliser. Tough luck, lads. Hopefully you can get your first points in the next game. Okay, time for a preview of what's coming up this weekend and we'll start with the Premier League. And the good news is you all get a lion on Saturday. No 7.30am game this weekend. The first matches on Saturday are at 10am Eastern. Man City versus Nottingham Forest is the pick of the matches on the USA Network. Also at 10, Luton Town looking for their first win of the season at home to Wolves. That's on Peacock. Whilst there'll be plenty of USMNT representation in the Fulham versus Crystal Palace game also on Peacock. I'll be at Sellers Park in the away end if you can spot me. Come on, Fulham. At 12.30pm on NBC, it's Brentford versus Everton. A huge blow for Brentford early this week with Rico Henry ruled out for the season with injury. Then at 3pm Eastern on Peacock, it's Burnley versus Manchester United. How much would Vinnie Company love a win over the red side of Manchester? On Sunday, lots of matches at 9am Eastern. Liverpool versus West Ham, Chelsea Villa, Brighton Bournemouth. But the biggest of the lot... Arsenal versus Tottenham Hotspur, the first North London derby of the season. And this one is tough to call. Both sides unbeaten, both sides on the same number of points. Smart money then on the draw, but what a game that should be. And that game is on Peacock. The final Premier League match of the weekend is Sunday, 11.30am, Sheffield United versus Newcastle. That's on USA. In Spain, it's the Madrid derby this weekend, Atletico Madrid versus Real Madrid. That's at 3pm on Sunday. In Italy, Christian Pulisic and Yunus Musa's AC Milan will want to get back to winning ways at home against Hellas Verona. That's 9 a.m. Eastern on Saturday. And if you're looking for a match to watch this afternoon, the Women's Nations League in Europe starts today, including a match between England and Scotland at 2.45 p.m. Eastern time. And at 3 p.m. today, Eastern, following Balogun's Monaco, who are top of French Ligue 1, hosts third place Nice in a French Riviera derby. That's on BN Sports. Now, I rarely say this, but let's head to Bosnia and Herzegovina as this crazy match occurred last night in the Europa Conference League.
It's a Bosnian football folklore. The story of the night has to be Zorinsky Mostar. They're a team from about an hour outside the Bosnian capital, Sarajevo, probably most famous for the fact that Luka Modric played 25 times for them when he was starting out. Anyway, last night, Zorinsky came back from 3-0 down just before halftime to beat AZ Alkmaar of the Netherlands 4-3. And that winning goal was what you just heard. It's the first time a team from Bosnia and Herzegovina has won a match at continental level. And these were the sounds in the stands. Most ours fans had never seen anything like it. They're currently third bottom of the Bosnian Premier Division, but have just beaten the side who reached the semi-finals of the Europa Conference League last season. What a comeback, what a night. Drink it in, Zorinski Mostar. Coming up today then on the Men in Blazers podcast feed, a new episode of WGFOP. Get those last minute calls in to ask your question on the pod. Dial 646-450-9470 and get your messages in for Rog. And a quick shout out for the Raven newsletter, which flies a little later this morning and is everything you need to know about the Premier League weekend ahead. Subscribe at meninblazers.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you subscribe, share of your football curious friends and please leave us a positive review we'll be back on monday but until then it's sammy from surrey signing out have a lovely weekend as football don't sleep and neither do we